Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. You know, with everything going on in the world right now, especially with artificial intelligence and I would even say coaching, there are so many tools out there. And when I think about companies like Landi, who's building out a tool that allows you in a few prompts to build out a whole video-based LMS course, I think about companies like Beautiful.ai, where you give it a few prompts and it builds you out, and I mean, a beautiful slide deck in PowerPoint. So the world is changing. Yet, when I think about sales and I think about what this does to the sales industry, I still think it's to be seen, what how it's going to affect how people buy, how people sell. Yet I go back to the fundamentals of people. When technology goes up, when technology goes up, so does the need and the craving for human connection. So how is this going to impact the sales world? I think about something we do here at Progress Coaching called the sales coaching loop. Now, when somebody goes out, and for those of you who are in sales, you might take a little bit of offense to this. Yet if you're in sales management, I think you're really going to love this. Here's why. When a sales rep goes out and they meet with a particular client or prospect, they come back and they typically log what happened into a CRM. What essentially happens at that moment is we are dependent upon what the rep puts into the CRM system. Now, we all hear the same thing, right? We promote sales leaders and they become sales managers and what they typically do is gravitate to, well, here's what I would do. If I were you, and they they draw upon what worked for them as sales reps. That is not coaching. That is sharing what worked for them. Now, there's nothing wrong with that per se, yet it doesn't really drive sustainable, positive change long-term. The statistics are also in our favor. For years, there were companies like Sales Management Association, CSO Insights with Jim Dickey. They talked about um, the trends in the selling industry where 48 to 52% of sales reps never hit their quota. One out of two people every year. It's been like that for years. So what I think about with the sales coaching loop is having a weekly micro lesson that goes out to sales reps. And in that platform, you ask coaching questions. Now think about the fundamental of this. What's an objection you're experiencing right now that you cannot overcome? Now, what do most reps say? Oh, no, I can't think of anything. Things are pretty good. The problem with that is then what they also just admitted is, or adhered to, I'm going to hit my numbers. See, the funny thing about salespeople is when they go out, they never come back and say, you know what? I was terrible at needs-based selling. I interrupted a lot. My active listening was non-existent. And I did not represent our products from an expertise standpoint very well. Now, I bet you're laughing. Yeah, think about that. So what the sales coaching loop is, is the ability to send out a weekly micro lesson that motivates, inspires, educates, provides learning. And then the questions are, what did you learn? What are you going to successfully apply? 
You know, give me of the following five. What was the top objection that you experienced this week? And what that does is it provides real world data to what's actually going on in the selling world. Now, once we get that information, what do we do with it? We coach to it. Now, when you coach to things, we encourage and we work with leaders on the tiers of learning. So I go back to, let's use a a very simple example of a competitor price objection. The knowledge question is, Mr. and Mrs. Sales Rep, in that moment, what did you say and what did you do? Please hear this. What most sales reps want to do is shoot from the hip, just like they do in front of the customer, and they want to narrate what they did. Well, what happened was, no, I'm asking you very specifically, what did you say or do? Sometimes, most of the time, they'll say, you know, I I really don't remember in the moment. And what that means is they're shooting from the hip. They don't have the knowledge. Now, let me give you an example. Now, this is something we used to teach when we did sales training. You embrace it. Well, first of all, thanks a lot. You know, let me ask you, what do you like about that company? And the reason you ask that question is you now know what not to ask them to change if you can help it. If you had your way, what are two things you would change? That's a competitor price objection start of a handling technique. The point being, I'm well rehearsed. I'm well prepared. I've got the knowledge. doesn't mean that's the right way to do it for every selling situation. Yet you cannot improve skill sets without knowledge sets. So if you don't know how to do a stand-up speech or handle a price objection or to negotiate, how are you going to be skillful at it? So first we have to ask a knowledge question. What do you do and say in that moment? Skill, are you facilitating practice? The behavioral component, confidence comes from two things, repetition and practice and positive reinforcement. Now, how often do your sales teams practice? See, when we don't practice, we don't arbitrarily get better because we're talking about numbers. Isn't that hilarious when leaders sit down and say, well, I want to go through your numbers. You know, Julie, we got to get your numbers up. The end of the quarter is coming. I just heard this at one of our client sites. I just cringed. Doesn't she know that? So the point being, we have to be very conscientious, very conscientious of really understanding where reps are situationally. Negotiation skills, price objection, stall objection. We're already working with someone objection. No budget objection. Whatever it is that they're faced with situationally. Knowledge, do they know what to do and say? Skill, have they practiced it? Behavioral, are they confident in handling it? That's why when you build a loop and you send out lessons that inspire and motivate, you're also coaching people and you're ascertaining, you're ascertaining what's actually going on versus being dependent on what they want to share. Make sure at your company you build a coaching loop. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.